This is Kingpins, a podcast original. I'm Alastair. And I'm Kate. Every day in May, we're featuring a quote by an iconic crime figure, teaching us, in their own words, what it takes to survive in the underworld. Today, we're going back to the formative years of New York's most ruthless crime boss, John Gotti. Growing up poor in blue-collar Brooklyn, Gotti quickly learned the only currency he had was fear. Gotti received a crash course in the power of violence as a teenage member of the Fulton Rockaway Boys Gang. His street experience helped him develop a philosophy that led him to greatness. Thirty years later, when he was the head of the Gambino crime family, he remarked to an old friend, I never lie because I don't fear anyone. You only lie when you're afraid. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. What Gotti called fearlessness, the old school mafia would call recklessness. When John Gotti was still battling teen toughs on the streets of Brooklyn, the leaders of the Cosa Nostra were quietly taking over New York City. In the old days, mafiosos conducted their business in back rooms and ballot boxes, careful to keep a low profile and not make themselves a target. But Gotti was never content to stay in the shadows. He made his name as a feared enforcer for the Gambino crime family and worked his way up through murder and brutality. Using these skills he honed on the streets, Gotti soon took control of the entire operation. In 1976, Carlo Gambino died of a heart attack. Under normal circumstances, his underboss, Aniello Della Croce, would take over. But Gambino named his own brother-in-law, Paul Castellano, as the new boss of the family. Gotti was upset. He was a capo under Della Croce and felt a deep loyalty for the spurned underboss. And Castellano didn't do himself any favors. Castellano allowed Della Croce to remain on as underboss while taking the power that rightfully belonged to him. He prohibited drug dealing, which severely impacted Gotti and Della Croce's income. Seeing Castellano disrespect his mentor and destroy his business, Gotti decided something had to change. On December 16, 1985, Paul Castellano had a meeting at the Sparks Steakhouse on East 46th Street. As John Gotti watched from his car, Castellano arrived in a black Lincoln sedan, parked, and stepped out. A team of assassins opened fire in the street, cutting Castellano down easily with semi-automatic pistols. Moments later, Gotti cruised slowly by to confirm Castellano was dead. In one blood-soaked night, Gotti carved out a place for himself at the top, 
Castellano was gone, and now Gotti was the head of the Gambino crime family. The Mafia's long-lasting power came from one thing, its secrecy. But Gotti never liked to hide who he was. As the new boss, Gotti wanted to live large. He started wearing expensive Italian suits and silk ties. He would walk out of the Ravenite Social Club in front of lines of tourists, casually discussing grift, racketeering, and murder with his associates. Though Gotti was tried three times during his first five years running the family, the charges never stuck. Tabloids called him the Teflon Don. Gotti made it to the top through intimidation, violence, and murder. He created an empire of fear, and he didn't care who was paying attention. In his own words, he wasn't going to be another backdoor Don. But sooner rather than later, Gotti's out-in-the-open business practices were his undoing. The walls came crashing down when the FBI bugged the Ravenite Social Club. Gotti's detailed daily briefings with his capos became a smorgasbord of evidence for the federal government. Gotti was arrested at the Ravenite in December 1990. After a sensational trial, on April 2, 1992, he was convicted for conspiracy, gambling, tax fraud, obstruction of justice, and five counts of murder. From Brooklyn blacktops to Little Italy supper clubs, John Gotti lived by his words. He slashed and burned a route to the top, murdering anyone who stood in his path. He built a kingdom of fear while refusing to compromise who he was. But his actions had consequences, and by the end of the 90s, the mob as Gotti knew it was gone. Hundreds of mafiosos either became informants or were convicted by the federal government. It just goes to show, when you're running a criminal empire, maybe honesty isn't always the best policy. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another quote. You can find more episodes of Kingpins for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.